I want to talk to you about scaling a business because I think most people that follow us are in the hustle stage where it's just them making sales. They're doing the admin. They're doing the cold calls. Maybe they have one cold caller, but that's about it. Right. So how does someone transition from a one-man show to actually building out a business? So business, when that switch happens, you go from that grind stage, which we talk about, yeah, to that self-employment into like actual business ownership. I think one of the biggest mistakes we make as entrepreneurs is if we get a great product that makes a lot of money and we automatically assume this is a scalable business. Yeah. And I'll tell you that one of the things that holds back entrepreneurs from scaling properly is themselves. Yeah, I believe that 100%. They, they become a single point of failure in their own company. You know, we talk about single points of failure, whether it's in process or people, but I don't think anybody takes time to actually look inward to see if they are that person. That's so deep that I feel like 99% of people won't even get it because they never, I've talked to entrepreneurs all day and I'll say, Hey dude, like, why don't you do this? And they're like, Oh, I'm not ready. And I'm like, well, you're actually hurting your business because you're not willing to make the decision that needs to be made. Yeah. You know, every business grows to what we call the 100%. It's called business maturity. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you are a single point of failure in your own business, yeah, you cap the 100% to your 100%. Yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. A business isn't created to grow to your 100%. A business is created to grow to its full potential. Okay. And a lot of times people's potential is much less than a business's potential. Yeah. Let's give an example. Okay. Well, we're in California. Yeah. Not too far from Disneyland. Walt Disneyland or Walt Disney built Disneyland here in California. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty average sized park in today's standards, to be truthfully honest with you. Yeah. If you compare it to like a Six Flags or something like that, mm -hmm. it's two parks. Yeah. It's about average size. Yeah. Just there this past Sunday. However, Saturday I was in Disney World. Mm -hmm. You know, Disney did not build Disney World. Who built it? His brother Roy. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Walt Disney passed away before Walt Disney World was ever created. I didn't know that. Yeah, because here's the thing, like he created a business with a vision that was superseding of him. And even past his death date, that business has continued to build and grow yeah. to its 100%, mm -hmm. not Walt Disney's 100%. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. And so a lot of times we don't realize that when a business is growing, that we typically are the reason why we cap its growth. Yeah. Because we do a lot of things. One is we don't lead ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we're terrible leaders of ourselves. That's true. You know, I've worked, I mean, I'm not, I'm not immune to that. Like any one of us, leadership yeah. is like a muscle. You have to constantly work it out mm -hmm. and exercise it to be great at it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't do that and it doesn't start with you first, we default to management. Yep. So right. that's the difference between management and leadership. Leadership's about getting things done through other people. It's about, it's about identifying your strengths and delegating your weakness. Okay. Right. It's about helping lift other people to get to your, get to where you want to be. And, uh, and it's not, you know, it's one thing that people think about leadership is they think, you know, it's about, it's about you and it's not about you. It's about why you do what you do. It's yeah. about the purpose for why you do it. Yeah. Management is about driving results. I always say leaders love people, managers love process. Okay. Right? Okay. And he's like, well, I don't love the process. Well, to some degree you do if you're the one doing the process every single day. Yeah. 
if you're the one going on the appointments, if you're the one getting the results, then you love the process. Yeah. You love the process of driving results. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And doing those results where leaders love that vision. They love people yeah. that can fulfill that vision. Mm -hmm. They love the culture that creates that, that, that lives within the vision. Yeah. You know, um, and leaders love that potential of where we're going. Yeah. And how to rally the right people to get there, inspire them to get there. They love inspiration. Yeah. Where managers live in the day to day. They live in the results. They live in the process. They live in those those things that create daily outcomes. Mm. Um, I think you need both. Yeah. In business. I don't I don't think you can just be a leader, by the way, in a good business, successful business. I think you have to have a leader and a manager. And you could be listening to this today and go, well, I'm, I feel like I'm great at the leadership side, but I suck at the management side or vice versa. I'm great at management, but I suck at the leadership. And here's the thing. You don't have to be the answer to both sides of that, but you need to have provide your company with the answer to both sides of that. Yeah. Right. When you have the ability to lead and manage, you influence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like if you want to influence your business to success, so it's hundred percent, you have to have both components. Yeah. We typically start off in this grinding phase of managing day to day. And we got to get to the point of leading yeah. the day-to-day -day versus managing. <laughs> is there an exercise or some sort of reminder or advice that you could give a entrepreneur to a set of looking external, look internal? Yeah, absolutely. There is a, a leadership versus management exercise that I have okay. at Sharper that we assess every leader and I do it. We call it the leadership process. And we go through and like look at these areas every single quarter mm -hmm. and we rate ourselves. And I, I ask, really ask you to do a 360 review of it. Okay. Rate yourself. You're going to have one perspective. Have someone you care about, you love, that is not in your business also rate you. Spouse, you know, mm -hmm. a sibling, yeah. a parent. And then have your people in your business rate you. Okay. Because here's the reason I, I do that. Other people's perception is your reality. That's true. Ooh, that was a gem right there. That's what it turns Other down to. perceptions are your reality. Yeah, it's what it is. Dang. Whether I, you like it or not, it's yeah. your reality. 